Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to another Behind the Groove podcast. I am DJ Keo. And I am Basil Barrington. And today we are back. We are not reviewing this. This is just our opinion, a recap. We are you talking like- about <laughs> chapter four, <laughs> the book of Boba Fett, The Gathering Storm. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is Festivus. We're airing our grievances right now, right? This is a, these are Boba Fett grievances. Yo, I don't know what to say. You know, we were talking offline and we did say that uh chapter four, episode four, whatever they want to call it, was better than the previous three better. chapters. However, yeah, the bar is low. The bar is low, super low. low. We're not I, reading this. We're not, you know, yeah. doing anything. We're just gonna talk about no. how we feel about it. And, um, you know, in the process, do some flaming. <laughs> <laughs> Disney, get your act together, man. This is embarrassing. Let's do the basic rundown from the show. So it, it starts with your your recap of whatever it happened before. And it shows how. <laughs> like, do we even remember? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so Boba Fett, he stumbles upon uh, Fennec after she got shot from the Mandalorian season two. I think the middle or beginning of season two or something like that or season one. I can't remember which one it was. Uh, she got shot. She was supposed to capture him. She got shot and she, he left her out there on the, in the sand. And so he decides to, to mount her up on his, uh, his beast and, and walk her all the way over to, now this is the thing. That thing is slow. <laughs> it's not like, you know, you're, you're so fast speeder or whatever. It is slow as hell. If she was dying and you put her on the back of this thing and you walked all the way to, she's beyond dead. It's pointless. But according to him, she was already dead, right? Shot in the stomach. Yeah, it was confusing to say the least. But Mm -hmm. he gets her over to this thing and he gets to the the space doctor who, (laughs) I, I cannot... Listen, right? I when this happened, I stopped the show and I was like, I'll be back. I got I have stuff to do. I gotta run some errands. I couldn't I couldn't believe what I was watching, right? With the music, everything. I guess this is They were playing ridiculous. EDM music, dude. It was dance music, like Yeah. Just like are you it serious? Like, it was like Matrix reject songs that they put they put on there for mm. him to do operations. it was dumb. Dumb. It's dumb. Just dumb. So he puts her back together and now she's fully robot or whatever. She's a hybrid. Right. All right, whatever, man. It is what it is. <laughs> and uh, at, least, at get... least she doesn't have a big will. Come on. <laughs> Come on, right? And uh, so she decides that I'm going to hang out with you, figure out what you're doing. And he says, I got to get my spaceship, which incidentally, I might add, is called the Slave One. I don't know what this fire thing with Jig is called. His spaceship in all the Star Wars movies, in the in the books, in the toys, everything calls it Slave One. They change the name because they want to offend anybody. So, all right, whatever. Uh, they go over <laughs> they, there to being PC about the names of spaceships. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Look, are you kidding me? Like Empire Strikes Back, his ship was called the Slave One. That's all I know, right? <laughs> Going from that, anyways, anyways. So he says, "I need to go get my ship back. It is in uh, uh, Boba. Uh, it's in um, Job of the Hut. Job of the Hut." Palace. Yeah, palace. Mm-hmm. It's palace. Mm-hmm. And you know, when I was watching that, I was like, why does this guy need like a, a detailed readout of the place? He's been there a bunch of times. Like he knows where everything is. 
He worked. He I mean, he was he was uh um he the Hutt's for hired the Hutt. Yeah, yeah, he hired him multiple times. Come like, on, what's going on here? He should be familiar with that place. But anyways, oh, anyways, my so goodness. He decides to go rescue his ship, and she <laughs> says, "You know what? I'll work with you to get the ship out." And it was a pretty good rescue. Uh, I, you know, it was thrilling. Is the good special effects and everything like that. It was a good rescue. I have no complaints about that except the stupid robots. The robots in the kitchen with the the mouse catcher robot with the big ears. Like, come on. Like, and stop. then one chopping up things and then with like yeah, six with the with the 18 and arms. Like, or, yeah, really like, stop come, it. Stop. Come on. I get like, I get it. That's not above George Lucas. He would totally do something like that. But like, come on. That was right. Uh, but like, really quickly in that scene, did you see how the robot who had all the like knives, the six knives, did mm-hmm. you see how jittery he was moving i think that has to do with just like how they're producing this because in the last episode the big wheels mm-hmm. they were also jittery as well yeah i don't think they can listen right that the special effects team that's doing this they're like one pass you're done go go like, just get okay. it out here let's go mm-hmm. we're done here no version like, one <laughs> <laughs> looks weird that's fine. Like, Don't worry about it. I was like, dude, I mean, what is going on here, man? This is like, They're I don't like, know. I don't know. I, I want to, I want to enjoy this, but I can't. I just like based, to. Just based on things we've been watching, Loki, Foundation. Yeah, um, we've been watching some good shows. Yeah. You, go, you know, Into the Night was even good. Yes. This is a stinker. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, uh, have you, okay. I don't know if you're following the whole behind the scenes stuff like this, but like the main actor that plays Boba Fett, he's, he said in the interview, Boba Fett talks too much. Mm-hmm. He's supposed to be mysterious <laughs> and you know, yeah. he, he should push some lines off to the uh, Phoenix character. Like he shouldn't be saying all these things mm-hmm. like, cause he knows the character. Cause he's been playing him for like 20 years already. Yeah. And he's like, I don't know. He, he seems like he's talking too much. And he called the, he called the director and everybody, and they're like, no, no, read it exactly like we said it. So <laughs> there seems to be no cohesive plan of what they're doing. It just They're just bumbling along to get this. They need content. Put it like that. Disney has a lull for content. They're like, we need content. Star Wars, go, you're up. Anyways, anyways. So I'll they, tell you what I have, have been watching in terms of the Star Wars. Um, mm-hmm. Excuse me, just something they've put out. They... um. They put out the Bad Batch, which mm-hmm. is an animated series. And How's that? <clears throat> I haven't watched it yet. How is it? That's pretty good. If you actually watch mm-hmm. um, Star Wars: The Clone Wars, the animated series, uh, season seven mm-hmm. was all about the Bad Batch, and so yeah, that's yeah. pretty interesting. But again, it's animation, so you can do what your heart yeah, you wants. Do you, want. you know, it's just like, <laughs> yeah, hey, you know, yeah. if you want to do explosions, if you want to do you know, people, you know, just being invisible. You can do that. It's real easy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Knock yourself out. You can do right. whatever you want. Just Boba do. Fett should have been um, an animated series. I'm well, I don't think he should have made Boba Fett at all, but like we'll, we'll get past that. Yeah, so basically true. they, they get the ship out and he decides to go fly the ship back to the Starlight pit mm-hmm. to go get his armor. And I, okay. Why is Boba Fett so stupid? He seems like, <laughs> He's not smart anymore. Like the Boba Fett I know would have been like, why would I fly my ship here? Let me just blow this thing up and go down and get my armor in the first place. How about do that first? 
Yes. Yeah. This guy, let me, let me fly my ship into the mouth of this starlight pit that destroys everything in this path. Mm-hmm. Oh no, it got me. I, who could have foreseen this? Like, not to mention his um uniform was stolen, like in the first episode. Yeah, I know. They, remember? They, they they stole it in the beginning, but yeah. I don't know, man. All right. You know. <laughs> I don't know about this. This guy flew his ship into the mouth of a sarlacc. He knows what they are because he was trapped in one. Why would you do that? Why would you get so close and be like, I can't see anything. Let me get closer. You put him put like a light down there or shoot some missile down there or something. Do now, something. Didn't she have a uh, Finnec when they were mm-hmm. just checking out the Hut's palace? Didn't she send a drone in there just to, you know, check everything out first? Why not just send a, send a drone like in this monster's mouth and just like, hey, you know? Come she on. got it back. She did. She got it she back. Got yeah. the drone back. I don't, I don't I, like. This went like this right into her hand. It's like boop, and she did the hologram thing. So yeah. she got it back. Logically, that would have been like, you know what? Drop the drone down there. Let's see what happens. He's like, no, no, no. Let me fly my ship down into the mouth and see what happens. Like. Dude. I don't I understand did. this show because sometimes, like when I was watching it today, I was like, is, was this mm-hmm. made for like, you know, is this? It feels like, like a, it's made for kids. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It feels like it's made for kids because it's just like, it's raw, raw stuff that kids would be into, right? Yeah. And I, I was watching this video. I can't remember the the, the content creator. If I figure it out, I'm going to put it in the, the description. But mm-hmm. he was saying that Star Wars was a serious movie kind of made for teens and adults, whatever, mm-hmm. and kids enjoyed it. And then the business, the companies got involved. They're like, let's make a thing for kids. Yeah. And then the kids are like, oh, we don't like this. And the adults yeah. are like, we don't like this either. Mm-hmm. Because it gives, it's kind of serious. That, that movie was kind of serious. They were chopping people's arms off. Like, yo, yeah. it, was, it was kind of bloody. A lot of political implications, like, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, Star Wars in general is a complicated series of movies. That's true. About life. And they, they're talking about samurais and like honor. And it's, like, <laughs> it's not, it's not for five-year-olds, but they, these shows and the current Star Wars is for five-year-olds yeah. and nobody likes it. Anyways, anyway, so they drop a bomb in there. He's like, oh no, my armor's not here. I did this for nothing. So uh, we follow up a present day. <laughs> Boba Fett, and he's like, you know what's a good idea? And we got together with all the crime lords, and we figured out a plan. <laughs> <laughs> Why didn't you do this from the beginning? <laughs> and, I don't oh, stop, I'm sorry for people listening. I don't want to yell. But. And the other thing is this, right? He he links up with the other crime bosses, right? Yes. And then after they're all, you know, like, okay, I'm on board. He's just like, we still need a crew. And then, you know, what we said last week is like, you're going to let the assassin Wookiee uh, Wookie just roll out, man. This guy is like tough. <laughs> yeah, like you should have had a job for him back then. So you exactly. Can arms off. Let me ask you this question. Um, Finnick yeah. is a master assassin. Do you actually see that in this like series? No. No. And the Mandalorian, I got the impression that she's formidable and, you know, she could probably do some damage. Mm-hmm. In the Boba Fett series, the Book of no. Boba Fett, I do not. No. I, I do not see that at all. These guys, 
make the most boneheaded decisions when they get into fights. <laughs> like on the very first episode, everyone's been talking about this on the internet. He has a jetpack. And what he decides to do is launch a rocket at people holding shields. That is a terrible idea. Use your yeah. jetpack. Yeah. <laughs> Go up. Come back down and start blasting pofos. Like I don't understand. <laughs> Why would you use your okay. I don't <laughs> every time. I don't know about this show, man. You can listen. You can stop the overview, okay? <laughs> let's just we talk get, about Okay, we're in the rant mode right now. We're, right. We're let's get into rant. the rants right now, man, because this show is absolutely ridiculous. Um mm-hmm. I don't know. You know, just looking at some old Star Trek, uh I'm sorry, um Star Wars um different series, different like, you know, franchises, even animated um and, and seeing like Boba Fett and also the mm-hmm. Mandalorian, just like what they stand for. This series, yeah. the book of Boba Fett, man, does the Mandalorian no justice. It's kind of sad. It's a, it's a disservice. To yeah, the exactly. Because again, when I, today was the, I, we watched four episodes and mm-hmm. today was the day I said to myself, like after watching, well, while during, you know, watching mm-hmm. um chapter four, I was like, this actually feels like a kid's show. Yes. Yes. Because yes. it's, you know, I, I can understand like they're building storylines and, you know, just different mm-hmm. things to come back to like in the next episode or chapter. I don't know about that, but yeah, it's it's not enough. And, um, and then you can tell they brought in like the millennial characters, you know, and the big wheels and everything to try to just it's dumb. Put it out there like, hey, this is for you guys to, you know, ladies and, and gens. This is for, you know, the, the Gen Zers mm-hmm. or whatever it is, right? And it's just like this, I don't know, man. I think right now, today, like chapter four, like going into three chapters, three, uh, I'm sorry, four chapters, four episodes. Mm-hmm. I'm um totally disappointed. Oh, yeah. It, this is a stinker of a show of a stinker. And and one of my biggest issues with the show, he's not competent. This guy was one of the most feared bounty hunters in the galaxy. Yeah. You don't have to announce your name. Hey, I'm I'm Boba Fett. Hey, hello, Mr. Doctor. I'm Boba Fett. And he always says, <laughs> Do you know who I am? It's just like, uh, and, and and you know what? Every time he, you know, approaches a, a different crew yeah, or like, group of people, they're like, What do you want, old man? Yeah, because he looks old. What do you want, he old man? He looks like he got off of a nursing home and is like, yo, let me get some armor back he, on. He should keep that fighting. helmet on, right? The helmet, yes. would, he would be a lot more feared if he kept the yes. helmet on, you know? Him taking the helmet off every five minutes is not, because we've gone from him never taking the helmet off to him taking it off every five minutes because he's tired. Like, dude, yeah. like I get, I, I like the actor. And I don't, I want to be like a disrespectful to him because he's a good actor and I love the character itself, but the way they're presenting the character, he's bumbling and incompetent. <laughs> and that, that's not a, one of the most feared bounty hunters in the galaxy that job. The hut was like, yo, I entrust you to go do Darth Vader was like, dude, I need you. I don't need anybody else. I need you to deliver this thing for me. Yeah. Darth Vader. So and like you other, weren't, you don't fall into these things or yeah. accidentally slip on a banana peel and get your bounty. You were like, this guy, 
Darth Vader looked at you dead in the face and said, do not disintegrate these people. I need you to bring them back alive. And he did. Mm-hmm. So he's competent. What happened? Yeah. The other thing is this too, right? Mm-hmm. You know, he's a crime lord. How often is it that the crime lord, the the godfather, um, mm-hmm. the person in charge of like criminal organization, right? How mm-hmm. many times has that head went out to do battle? Never. Never. <laughs> it's not a thing. Never. When, once you sit on the throne, that's the last day you ever leave outside. Exactly. That's it. You're eating, you, don't go anywhere. you know, you have a nice spread, drinking cognac, yes. you know. They come to you, people come to you, kiss the ring, you tell them what to do. Exactly. You sit back in your chair, smoking a cigar, living your best life. You don't go outside. And his logic in the show, he said it multiple times, well, I need to walk the street so they know I'm here. No, you don't. No. That's you not how that your, works. You send your you crew send out your and they know, yeah. There. If you have the assassin Wookiee, now you can send yeah. that Wookiee out. And just told, put complete fear you know, into people. This guy growls, I'm working for Boba Fett now. And you're like, oh, snap. Boba Fett's guy crew again. Mm-hmm. Better start paying him. That's it. End of show. Show's over. Last <laughs> week I told you. Walk around. Last dumb. week I told you the most interesting uh, characters on this show are the Gamorreans. And I don't even understand what they're saying. Mm-hmm. This episode is the assassin Wookiee, and I don't understand what he's saying. <laughs> I ro- I rock with this Karathian, whatever his name is. Like yeah. I rock with him, yo. I like his armor, the whole nine. Yo. I'm mess- yeah. mm-hmm. I'm ro- I'm- I ro- they should have made a show about his guy. He's more interesting than Boba Fett. Like have like a um just a, um a battalion of like assassin Wookies, just like yes, chewing a, chewing a whole this. galaxy up. That'd be kind of dope. What? I'm down for this, absolutely. <laughs> I, it should be I, yeah, it should right. be animated though. <laughs> I keep saying yeah, it's that. Gotta be animated. It's got to be. Listen, it's that Wookiee guy. He's mm-hmm. a problem. I I rock he's with a problem, him. Problem, dude. He's Absolutely. A he. This is the thing though. He's what Boba Fett's supposed to be. When you saw him in the room, you're like, oh damn, what's that guy gonna do? Yeah. And even in that scene when he was holding up the the dudes that were gambling at the table, yeah. mm-hmm. your tension because you're like, oh, what's he gonna do? Is he going to rip his arm off? Is he going to throw him on the ground? Like, what's he going to do? When Boba Fett shows up, I'm like, I am Boba Fett. Don't you know who I am? I'm Boba Fett. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not going to do anything to you, though. Okay. All right. I don't I'm know about this show, man. It's not going to get better. I can't. I don't know how you can fix it. Because he's shown himself to be incompetent for four shows. And... How do you now make him competent? Because I'll be like, well, why didn't you do that from the beginning? Like that, yeah. that's uh, the entire time when he had that meeting with the crime bosses. I was like, why didn't you do that? Yeah. Shouldn't you have met with them first before you started collecting money? Like, this a, you don't even know your own territory. You don't even know what the palace looks like. I, just, <laughs> I don't understand. Like, <laughs> oh my it doesn't goodness. make sense to me. He seems. I I don't like incompetent Boba Fett. I would like yeah. a competent Boba Fett, like a guy who mm-hmm. knows what he's doing. He's efficient. He's not getting slapped around every show. Like a, he's a, an assassin. Like, he's for real. You know. Yeah, he's taking out people with one shot. Like that's what I want to see. That's what I was exactly. expecting. Uh, yeah. So I asked you this last week. I'm gonna ask you this again this week. Mm-hmm. Do you think this show can get better? I do not. And I agree. And the reason <laughs> being is that they've set the tone to be wonky and silly. Like this, this goofy uh, kids afternoon cartoon type yeah. vibe, mm-hmm. and 
everybody like he's an assassin and a bounty hunter like you're supposed to get your hands dirty and do stuff now he they tried to make his argument for why he decided to be a crime boss Mm -hmm. and i don't buy it that's terrible reason to be a crime boss yeah i don't clearly you don't know anything about being a crime boss right like it's not like he always like it's like he was walking down the street and he's looking at this guy he's making ice cream he's like i could do that no you can't you don't know how yeah the first thing you should have done was gather a crew together but you didn't do that you took over uh bub what's name bib Bobby Fo- Fun- uh, bib uh fatuna bib fatuna fortuna you took over his thing but they don't even show they like they showed an image of him going in and killing this person but they don't sh- they don't really explain why he did that yeah but like he took over his thing knowing that bib fortuna had a whole army down there protecting his palace. Mm-hmm. He shows up there with just him and Finnick and he takes him out. Okay, fine. What happens to the guys yeah. working there? Wouldn't you be like, you work for me now? Because that's what everybody else does. This show is it, a mess. It, costs, it is too much trouble to go through and create a whole new army of bad guys. <laughs> what everybody does is they shoot the boss and say, you work for me now. Don't go tell everybody in the streets, you want a job, come see me. And that should get your army. That's what you do. Everybody does that. It's simpler. It's easier. You know, everybody's built for the job because they did the job already. Yeah. I I don't, I don't understand. I think that it was probably a budget reason and, you know, maybe a a COVID reason that they couldn't have a whole bunch of henchmen in there, but like you could just digitize them or, you know, some robots. Give me some robots, henchmen. Yeah. That's fine. I mean, I'll settle for that. When they showed the girl on the big wheel going over the like ramp, that was animated. Mm-hmm. That was an animated person yeah, on right. a big wheel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't see the things though. I don't even need you to have all the animation. Just open up a room and have a hundred robots back there and be like, this is how we're gonna run this thing. Yeah. And I'll be like, you know what? Okay, cool. He's got he's got an army. He's fine. He'll need any help. This guy's begging everybody for help, and these guys introduce himself every time. Like, no, I don't know this guy. I don't. Okay, listen, we're gonna wrap this up. We will. <laughs> we're gonna continue watching it. I don't know why, but this we're is, gonna continue watching it. This is um, our penance for all the good shows we watch. So. Right, exactly. Um, and <laughs> got pair Right. Well. <laughs> There you have it, another episode of the Behind the Groove podcast. I am Basil Barrington. I am DJ Keel. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. And until next time, peace. All right.